0: Welcome to the first official episode of Do It For Her. I'm your host, Brittany Fry, and today we are going to talk about showing up as your highest self. So hopefully you've had a chance to listen to my intro episode. It's just a few minutes, gives you some insight as to who I am and really what this podcast is about, what it's for. Um, And in there, I share the quote about you know, visualizing your highest self and then showing up as her. And so we really wanted to expound upon that today and give us some other ideas or things to think about. Or if you listen to that and you're thinking, okay, well, how do I do that? How do I visualize my highest self? What does that even look like? Um, And then I wanted to share a little bit about my journey and what I'm doing to show up as my highest self. Um, I'm still new to this process, so it's not like I've been encompassed in it or wrapped up in it for years and years now. Although I do always love, um, learning. And I think that there's always so much learning and journeying that goes when you're working towards your highest self and what that might look like. So, um, just to give you a little preview of what's to come, we're going to chat about visualizing your highest self, how to show up as her, um, and hopefully give you some takeaways and some ideas or things that spark your interest. And you can say, oh yeah, I need to sit down and think about that. Or that's a really great opportunity or way for me to figure out what showing up as my highest self might look like. Um. So to start, what is our highest self? What is that? And I know that there are a lot of descriptions or a lot of references out there that talk about showing up as your highest self in a very spiritual a very eternal way, which I think is absolutely true and there's probably a lot more to that that I don't fully understand and um, but for me whenever I think about my highest self, it's always been about showing up as the best possible version of myself in all that I do. And for me, little bit of a a backstory here. I am a perfectionist. It's just, I feel like it's been ingrained in my blood, but I've been working really, really hard to overcome my perfection tendencies. So I like to say that I am a recovering perfectionist because I'm not, I'm not perfect by any means, but I am trying to be on that path to a more wholesome version of myself. And so when we talk about showing up as our, our best The best possible version of ourself. It's, you know, who do I, who do I look at being or look at wanting to be, and how can I show up as her? Um, so step one is all about visualizing, right? We have to figure out what that looks like before we can take the steps to start achieving that. So for me, when I think about visualizing, I think it's really important to get real with ourselves as to who we want to be. And so then. We have to start asking ourselves some of those questions. So, what would the perfect you spend her time doing? You know who who is she? What does her day look like? Does she does she get up early in the morning? Does she maybe take a slow morning? I've been loving slow mornings because I'm not gonna lie, I have the hardest time getting up in the morning. Um, I'm not even that much of a night owl. Like I will occasionally stay up until midnight and maybe even just a tiny bit past sun, but I really don't stay up too late anymore. Um, and sorry, I know I'm going off on a tangent, but <laughs> like what, what time does your ideal self wake up? And then what does her morning routine look like? What is she doing in the morning? Um, what does her day look like? Now for me, I know I mentioned that I have a nine to five job, so obviously that encompasses a good eight hours, if not sometimes 10 hours of my day where I'm focused on work and those things. So even at work, what does that look like? How do I show up at work? How do I interact with my coworkers? How do I set my priorities? How do I manage my workload? Um, if you're a stay at home mom, you know, how do I show up for my kids? How do I show up for my husband? How do I show up for myself? What does the ideal or the perfect me do on those days? Um, and then if you're in school right now, as I know a lot of people are, as we're just heading back to school, um, how do I manage my school load? How do I work with my classmates? How do I make sure that I am staying on top of the things that I want to stay on top of? Or how do I make sure that I incorporate the hobbies and interests that I have and make sure that I can balance those with my other responsibilities? So think about some of those things. Um, how does the perfect you treat people? I'm just going to let that one sit there for a minute. That's a really good one to think about or reflect on. Um, How does the perfect you handle stress and drama? And I know for me, this is definitely one of those reflection moments and moments where I need to look inward and say, okay, what can I do? How can I handle this better? Because to be quite frank, I know I'm not the best at handling stress and I wish I was better at it, but I know I'm not. So how would the perfect me handle stress? Um, how does the perfect me or you show up for others? What does that look like? And I think asking ourselves these questions and getting real with with the answers that we're going to be sharing with ourselves will really help us start to visualize our individual highest self. Um, Great exercises for this would be journaling, meditation, and self-reflection. And I am not consistent at any of these by any means. I do like journaling. I think it's a great way for me to get out of my head. I know other people will say the same thing as well. So journaling could be something really great to try. I love a good guided meditation. I'm not very good at just sitting there by myself and trying to focus or concentrate or do some inner work. But if I can walk through a guided meditation and then do journaling afterwards, sometimes that's really great to get me in A more relaxed or a more open headspace. So, I do like meditation in that sense. Um, And self reflection comes in a lot of different forms. So, journaling and meditation are modes of self reflection, but this could even show up in different ways whether it's doing some groundwork on yourself, whether it's visiting with a therapist, whether it's chatting with a sister or a girlfriend or even your mom, um, your spouse, your your kids, whatever it might be, there can be lots of different opportunities for self-reflection there. And um, another option could be to find a role model, whether that's somebody that's in your life, like a friend or a family member or a coworker, and then say, you know, sit down and think about what you like about them and the way that they live their life. What what speaks to you? What's something that you want to incorporate? And maybe it's a couple of things here from one person and a couple of things from another person. And that's totally fine. Really, you're piecing together an opportunity for you to then present yourself and say, okay, here's, here's some great things that I've seen that I really like or that I want to incorporate. And then you can also incorporate that into your journaling and your self-reflection. Pinterest can also be a really great way to help you visualize. I absolutely love Pinterest. Um... I have a bunch of like vision or mood boards essentially. So everything on there is my aesthetic. It's curated perfectly for where I'm at in certain seasons or if I'm transitioning into a different season, I'll create a new board for that. And so I really do live off of Pinterest a lot and I do pull a lot of inspiration there. And it almost serves as a digital vision board in a lot of ways. Um, which which I love. So you can pull digital images and then you could even use those images to create a physical vision board. Having a vision board is actually a really great way to help you visualize or to help get your head wrapped around what it is that you want, right? Because it's one thing to say, oh, I really want to be somebody who handles stress well or who works out every day. But then you have to be able to put that into actions or words. And sometimes pictures can help with that. So Actually, let me talk a little bit about my vision board. We did these for work one day. It was at the beginning of the year. And I love, love, love vision board activities. And um, I haven't always been the best at creating them like on my own, but in a group setting, or I know when I was asked to do it in college, it was so fun for me. I loved doing it. And so I went to Pinterest, I got a lot of inspiration from there and really curated a board that was personal to me. And essentially it's, it was what I wanted to show up as if I was my ideal or my perfect self. And so it had all of these beautiful photos and they all were in the neutral color scheme. So a fun fact about me is that I love neutrals. Um, One of the things that I was focusing on specifically on my vision board was to have a capsule wardrobe. And I know that that's really popular right now. Okay, I'm gonna take two steps back because I, <laughs> there's this whole like that girl trend. I don't even know if it's a trend, I don't know what you call it, but the whole that girl embodiment that's going around right now. And I was loving all the content and I was like, oh, this is perfect. Like, I love all of this. And then I heard another podcaster, and uh, I don't even know if I remember who it is anymore. Um, But she was talking about how she was like, that's just always been me. Like, I've always been the girl that's loved neutrals and that's loved smoothies and that's loved going for walks. And I don't know why it took me until her saying that for it to click. But I was like, that's me. Like, that's who I've been to. I've always loved neutrals. And I know they're on trend right now. Um, And I've always loved smoothies. That's just been a big thing. And I know those tend to ebb and flow within trends. And so essentially, I was like, this is a lot of what my aesthetic is. This is who I naturally show up as and things that I really personally enjoy. So those are things that you'll want to put on your vision board is what do you enjoy? What what do you want to be incorporating into your life? What do you want to stay passionate about? Or where can you go to create new passions? And so for me, I did put podcasts on there not necessarily making one, to be honest, this was I don't know if it was spur of the moment necessarily, but I just had a thought one day that I wanted to do this and now I'm doing it, but I wanted to listen to more podcasts. I'm going to talk about that more um, when we talk about showing up for our higher self, but I wanted to listen to more podcasts. I wanted to take care of my body in the nutrients that I give it and also in the movement that I give my body as well. I'm still not consistent. I know that that it's something that I'm working towards. But even having it on my vision board has given me something to look at every single day to say, okay, what are you doing? How are you showing up for your body today? Um, I also wanted to focus a little bit more on photography and specifically self-portraits. So I like to have my hands in a lot of different activities um, and photography is one of those. So for those of you who don't know, my husband and I do wedding photos Typically we've done family photos and we've done some portraits for other individuals, but we typically do a lot of weddings and I I do love them. They are so much fun. They are a lot of work and they can sometimes be a little bit stressful. Although if I'm going to be honest, they're a little bit less stressful than family photos for some reason. (laughs) Maybe it's because we're not dealing with as many kids, but we do wedding photos. But one thing that I wanted to do more of was self photography um, self-portraits. So pictures of myself. And it would be something that's a little bit out of my comfort zone. Like I don't mind taking a good selfie here and there, but to actually stage a camera and take pictures of myself is something that one makes me nervous <laughs> because I'm like, what if other people see this? But it's also something that I think would help boost my self-confidence if I learned to take self-portraits in a way that really inspired me or that got me happy about myself. Because we all have days where we don't like our bodies or where we're feeling lots of pressure from the world. And so I thought self-portraits would be a great way for me to still be creative, but to try something different there. So that was something that I had on my personal vision board. I had lots of words of affirmation and self-care. So cute little writings on mirrors that say, you look beautiful, just as a reminder, or um, words that were saying, I'm not going to quit until I get the life I want. There's something that I think is so beautiful about dedication and persistence and i know i don't always have it but it's something that i want it's something that my higher self would have and then i also do hand lettering so it's it's like the faux calligraphy and i've done that for weddings or for baby showers or birthdays and things like that so i wanted to be able to have a space to continue to do that and in our home so like i mentioned in our intro episode we have a 1950s home and we've been remodeling it and most of the interior is done, um, which is lovely. So we worked on our garage and we're turning our garage into a workshop slash studio slash gym. And it's probably not big enough to hold all of those things. So we'll take it as it comes. But one thing that I wanted to have in there was a space for me to do my lettering. So I do hand lettering on doormats and on signs and on cards and things like that. And it would just give me a nice space that's away from our home office where we typically tend to do school or editing photos and things like that to a place where maybe I can let my creativity out a little bit more. So that was something else I had on my vision board. And it would be a girl who who's in there, who's taking care of her hobbies, who's making sure that her passions are fulfilled and they're not just words, empty words in the air about things that she would like to be doing. And so those are just a couple of things that I had on my vision board. And my vision board is actually a cork board. So I went to Walmart and I just got, I think it was like $10 or $12 and it was a cork board and these really pretty clear push pins. And then I just put the pictures up on the board. So it's physical and it's at my workspace. So I get to see it every day when I go in for my nine to five. I've thought about having one at home where I can see it on the weekends a little bit more frequently because... The weekends tend to be the time where I slack off the most. And I don't think I'm alone when I see that, but I would like to be more consistent. And I think my higher self would show up in all of those areas, regardless of what day it is. So having something at home, I think, is an action step for me. That's that's something that I can bring into my home space so I can see it on the weekends a little bit more frequently. Um, anyway, so that's my vision board. And that's step one, that's visualizing. So getting real with yourself as to who you want to be And then take the time to make a vision board. And I know vision boards aren't everybody's thing. So if it's not, journaling, I think, can be a really great way to help get some of that down in just a word format. You don't need pictures. It's not necessary. But I do. I personally like visual items. So a vision board is great for me and probably for some of you. Step two is all about showing up. So now that we've talked about visualizing our highest self, we have to show up as our highest self. And my biggest tip here is baby steps. Some of you I'm sure are like me and you've tried to do everything all at once. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to wake up at 6am and I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to eat super healthy and I'm going to meal prep. And then I'm going to make sure that the house is spotless and then it's really clean and that I get this, this, and this done. And it's a lot. It can be overwhelming very quickly if you try to do it all at once. So break things down. I think that it's a really great opportunity to get consistent on something for a week or two, like one thing. So maybe that's getting up at 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. or whatever your ideal time would be to get up. Practice that. Really focus on that one thing for a week or two. Then when you feel like you've got that down, move on to the next thing, whether that's you know incorporating a run into your workout or whether it's – um Laying your clothes out the night before so that you have those. And for some people, you're going to be like, okay, I got it. I got one, one or two things, but try not to give yourself more than that because it can be overwhelming. And then if you're anything like me, you tend to be hard on yourself when you don't follow through with those things that you said that you wanted to follow through on. So I'm working at this every single day um, and each week to try and build up to my highest self. So currently, Right now, here's a few of the things that I am adding into my daily and weekly routines to help me start showing up as my highest self. So the first one is adding in incline walks when I watch Netflix or Hulu. I love to binge watch TV shows. I just do. I, I think I like something really comfy about getting in a sweatshirt and getting in bed specifically. I love getting in bed to watch my TV shows. Um, and I've realized that my body needs more movement. And so I've started to add in these incline walks. And I know that there's a whole lot going on on TikTok and probably on Instagram and other social media platforms as well about incline walks. But I think that they're great. They've been really good for me. And I do break a nice little sweat if I'm on them for 20 to 30 minutes. So I'll do an incline walk um, when I watch TV. And that's been something that's super great for me to get movement in, but also still do something that I love. And so currently, I've been watching the Master Chef show with Gordon Ramsay. My brother-in-law got me hooked on it. And it's just, I love cooking shows. I love, love, love them. So that's one that I'm currently watching. And then that's on Hulu. And also on Hulu, there's a new show called Maggie. It's been out for a little bit. And I completely binged like the first season when it came out, I watched it all in almost a day because it was that good. It was just, it was so lighthearted and it was something that I needed because I think there are a lot of intense shows that are out there right now or a lot of reality TV shows, which I love. There's nothing wrong with those, but Maggie was just really nice and it was an easy watch for me. So that would be a good recommendation if you haven't already seen it and maybe you can add that one to your list. But so that's one thing that I'm adding in. And then I'm also adding in podcasts when I drive. So like I mentioned earlier, that was something that was on my vision board that I wanted to incorporate. And I tried to listen to podcasts while I was working out or while I was doing incline walks. And I realized that was not, not cutting it for me, but I have found that I love listening to podcasts on my commute to work. So I have probably about a 20 minute commute. Sometimes it's a little bit less where I can put on a podcast And then I can always wrap it up at work when I am checking emails or doing those things there. So that's been something that's been really great for me. And I feel like it's inspiring and it helps put me in the right mindset when I can listen to something wholesome and that's centered around lifestyle and self-care in the morning. That's just really, it's easy for me. So that's something that I've been loving. And then I've also been incorporating a green smoothie into my food intake during the day. Typically I have this in the morning um, and it's a great way for me to get in some leafy greens to start. I'm not a kale person, at least not right now. I would love to be one day, but again, baby subs, I'm working my way there. So my favorite green smoothie, I'll give you the rundown of what's in it in case you would like to try this, but it's something that I could have literally every day for the rest of my life and I would be just fine. Or if I was stranded on an island. And you know how sometimes people ask you that question, like what's one meal that you would have and you'd have to have it every single day. This smoothie, I would have that. Obviously I wouldn't want it to be the only thing that I have, but it's great and it keeps me full until lunchtime. So I love that as well because then I'm not snacking. So my green smoothie contains one banana, two very large fistfuls of spinach. So I think a lot of spinach, but really you could add to your preference. Um, dates. I use two medjool dates. So they are the ones with the seeds inside. So make sure that you take those out. And then I will also add a tablespoon of flaxseed and a tablespoon of chia seeds. Both are great for gut health and then frozen mango. So like a cup of frozen mango or a little bit more, and then I'll add in pineapple juice and coconut milk. And then you can really add in as much of those as you would like to, depending on the consistency where you like your smoothies. I don't like mine super thick. Like, I don't want this to be a smoothie bowl, but I do drink it with a straw, like a nice big fat straw. So that's my go-to smoothie. It's great. It really gets me started in the morning. And what I love about it is it's sweet and it's light. The dates in there really help to add to the sweetness as well as the pineapple juice and the coconut milk. Um, but I, I find that it's something that really helps me feel like I'm taking care of my body. And then it allows me to show up as my highest self. Um, I think one other thing, this is probably the the last one I'll share because I know I've I've shared a couple. So this is the fourth thing that I've really been trying to incorporate to help me show up as my highest self. And that is gratitude. Um, I'm really just trying to be more mindful and more aware of the wonderful things that I have because I know that there's so much good. And sometimes it's really easy for me to overlook that and to complain or to think about what's not going right or what's really frustrating to me. And so having a reflection time on what I'm grateful for is something that's been so great. So I'll just share two things. Um that specifically right now I'm really grateful for. And the first one is the sunshine. I I love it and I know that in Utah we've had some record heat days. So I know that some people will be like, Are you crazy? But I really appreciated it. I'll just go and sit on the porch with our two cats and they like to just play around in the grass in the front yard right by the porch. So I'll just sit there with them. And whether I'm scrolling on social media or having my smoothie or just chatting with my husband, sitting on the porch in the sunshine with our baby girls has been really nice. And it's allowed me to slow down, which I think has been super helpful because I do live a very fast paced life. And then the second thing that I'm really grateful for is my body. I know that my words... Pers- in my personal life don't always reflect that, but I'm so grateful for it and for the movement that it allows me to have and for the ability that it provides me to explore and to try new experiences and to hug my family and friends. I think that there are so many wonderful things that come from having a body and I really am trying to take care of it and look after it. And this podcast, I think, is a place for for me specifically to help hold myself accountable to these things that I'm doing. And I know that it's great to have an accountability partner in whatever it is. So grab a friend, grab a buddy, grab a spouse, grab a coworker, um whoever it might be in your life that you can have be there to help aid you on your journey to your highest self. I think is so powerful and it can be a really great bonding experience as well for the two of you to chat about what you're learning and how you're feeling and what was hard. And I hope that this podcast can be a place for you to come to as well. I am so grateful for the time that I've had to chat about this. And I know that there's a lot of personal experience that that is involved and there's ways that we can each show up for our higher self if we try. And I really think that our future self or our younger self or the person that we are right now would be really grateful for the work that we're putting in. So just as a gentle reminder, you are doing better than you think you are. And let's go, let's do it for her.